This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is The Journey Never Ends. In today's episode, I want to take just a moment and share with you why success, mastery, and life itself is a journey that never truly ends. So I've had an incredible time with coaching the one of seven. And granted, that's seven people. right? I now coach way more than that. I have a pretty full roster of pretty, I believe it's 30 people or so, might be 32, I'd have to add them all up. Needless to say, I'm spending a lot of time in one-on-one coaching sessions. But I wanna hone this in and only talk about the seven individuals that reach out from the podcast, just like you're listening to right now, and discuss the opportunity of wanting something better for their life. In this opportunity, we went back and forth and there was an application process and I don't want to bore you with the details because I'm going to, I'm going to venture to say there's a good chance you've already heard this, an episode about this before. But as we're rounding the corner towards what I'll call home base, you know, it's a 12 week training together. It's 14 total weeks, a week of pre-training, a week of post-training that I call the integration phase, getting you back into a healthy habit and thought process that serves you, not because I told you, but because you can adopt it and adapt it into your life. We're rounding the home stretch on that. We're really grand total into week eight of a 14-week journey. And week eight will fly by as quickly as possible. And this episode comes out, we might even be on week nine. And there's a consistency that happens throughout my training, my coaching, my mentorship, whatever you want to call it. And that's this underlying pattern that there's a time that's going to come where it's just figured out. You might be asking yourself right now, well, what's it? Well, for some of my clients, it is diet. It is figuring out how to walk around with the body that they've always wanted, living in a way they couldn't imagine living. And I get it, right? You think, for me, I was a fitness competitor, amateur bodybuilder. I was convinced that when I would diet down and get to the point of being 2 3% body fat, maybe 4 who's counting? When I would get to that point, I could then just stay that ripped and shredded all the time. That was just a story, right? It was a destination that I could arrive to and then live at. Well, lo and behold, as I sit here on this podcast, if I were to stand up and lift up my shirt in front of the camera, I can assure you that I am not at 4 or 5% body fat. It was not a sustainable lifestyle. It wasn't a sustainable lifestyle because I enjoyed food. I enjoyed libations. I enjoyed things that made me feel good in the moment. Even if I remove all those things, even if I didn't enjoy those things, I firmly believe your body is consistently trying to reach homeostasis every 72 hours, if not even less. So if you expose your body to the same stimulus over and over and over again, your body becomes more adapt to it. That's not only training in the gym, that's sleep, that's water, that's food, that's the time of day you eat. Like it's, it's really everything. Our bodies are designed for efficiency. And so the journey that I thought or that a client could think ends because we hit a goal, right? We set goals and then we, we strive with ruthless commitment to hit that goal. But they might have thought that, okay, I'm going to get there and then I've just got to figure it out. I've got it made. I can, I can relax. I can take the, my foot off the gas for a moment. What I found in the past with many clients is that taking your foot off the gas doesn't ever actually benefit you. Part of taking your foot off the gas as it pertains to diet and training and exercises because you weren't solving for the why. There was no reason as to why you were doing what you were doing other than an arbitrary acknowledgement of hitting a number on a scale. 
might be asking, well, how can you say that? Like these people have achieved 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds of weight loss. Like how can you say that? I can say it because they weren't doing it for a reason that solved an internal turmoil that they could actually then create healthy habits and lifestyles around. They did it because they wanted to see a number on a scale so they could feel accomplished. And I love that. That's a great jump start. It's necessary, right? Especially as men. Like I'll speak to the men. If you're a man and you're listening right now, you won't reach out to me or a coach or a personal trainer until your life is in shambles. Statistically across the board, it is a very small subset of an already subset of the population that will search out help unless their life is burning down. Burning down could be your wife is going to leave you or you can't find a girlfriend or you you look down and you no longer can see your genitalia because your stomach is sticking out so far. That is crisis mode for most men. So in that, you reach out and you're like, I need somebody to help me with my body. I need it quick. You go to GNC first. You buy a bunch of fat loss pills. You start chugging them down. You start drinking some more water and you cut out a little fast food and you're like, I, haven't, I can't figure this shit out. It's impossible. So you don't really figure out why you're actually doing it. I suppose that's a conversation for another day. Let's, let's discuss meditation for just a moment. That's also another pillar, a spirituality component of how I work with these one of seven. And there's, there's a story that runs in the background of I'm going to figure out how to meditate. That's cute. I like it. Maybe if you're listening, you have figured out exactly how to meditate. If so, I would love to have you as a guest on the show. Simply email in, we'll set up a time, and we'll share with the entire world exactly how to meditate the right way. I personally don't believe that exists. I believe that different meditations and different times in life can serve you in different capacities. I believe that someone that's been practicing meditation for 12 weeks is much different than someone that's been practicing for 12 years. I also believe there's a consistent ability to expand your capacity to do more, achieve more, and inspire more than you ever have before. All that comes from pushing on the corners of the box. If my meditation practices are always 15 minutes, they're always in the same chair, always the same time of day, and always using the exact same app, eventually it no longer becomes an external stimulus, it becomes an external stagnation. Where in my opinion, you begin sedating by the consistency. So by the very nature of that statement, you never really arrive. Like the journey always continues as it pertains to meditation. I had this conversation with one of my one of my newest clients. He stopped in town on Sunday. Spent some great time with him. We started discussing relationships and marriages. Here's a young, not even a young man. Here's just a man that's on the precipice of the next evolution of his life that he's looking to better his position and knows that his marriage is now, as I record this, 33 days away. Now, he has chosen not to live with his fiance for their own, re- their own reasons, reasons which I respect tremendously. In his mind, there is no chance for divorce. It doesn't happen. You just you work through things. I respect that tremendously as well. With that very statement, though, we then piggyback into how do you not have those issues? How do you not have the issues that end up in divorce? Well, for me, it's because the journey never stops. I'm recording this episode on a Monday night at 6.45. I know I have to be out of this office by 7 p.m. to honor my wife and go home and date her. Just like later in the week, I'll date my daughter and 
Later in the week, week after that, I'll date both of them together and I'll make sure that my wife and daughter always know that I love, honor, and appreciate them every morning and I shower them with love and attention when I get home and I never stop communicating. The journey never ends. There's not a day where I get to come home and just cash out. It doesn't happen. Not for me because divorce isn't an option, but also I generally love my family. I want to date them consistently. That journey can't ever stop. There's not like a flag you put in the ground and say, I made it to the top of the mountain. I can relax here for a moment. I don't know how that works. Same thing as it pertains to business. And this is not a thing of, to me, an accumulation of wealth. Sure, too much is never enough. I believe so much of that to be true. But what I believe more in is the efficiency of how we operate inside of the confines of a business. It's something I'm struggling with right now. How do I maximize my time, maximize my output while adding massive value around every corner? It's great to say it out loud, but how do I systematize it so that I'm able to actually pull it off? And sure, there might be success inside the bank account. There could be success inside of various businesses. There could be levels of success that, that are boxes to check. But what does true success look like? It's different for every person. For me, it's spending more time with my family, being able to enjoy a higher quality of life, realizing that I might only make $800,000 based off that and that a million or a million five just might not be in the cards and I'm okay with that. It doesn't have to be just about the money. The money is not the only way you can find success in business. Success comes from finding your purpose and then operating in it and then operating it with excellence and efficiency. That's what it feels like to me. But let's even move all those to the side for a second. Those are all different various examples from the one of seven. But what becomes most impactful is this 12-week sprint we have together. Like the question came up today on one of my calls. Like, I don't understand why we're doing all this video work. Because if you work with me, I have a series of videos that I send you every day. And there's homework that's required of you. And we dive really deep into a bunch of areas that I know have massive impact. And these videos require work and they require thought and they require vulnerability. They require things that most people shy away from. Well, this incredible man that's an incredible, incredible father and student of mine says, like, I just, I don't get why we keep going back over these same things. And this individual's early 30s, maybe even late 20s. He spent, I'll say, 28 to 30 years of building habits, building processes, building redundancies in his life to keep him safe, to keep him protected, to get him shying away from pain. It's unrealistic to think that after 50 days of working with me that magically these things have just eliminated themselves. See, the journey as it pertains to self-development or self-betterment doesn't stop because you hit a check mark or a milestone. I pride myself on the fact that after somebody works with me, after a 14-week session with me or stint, you don't need me anymore. Now, I'm a consistent student of the game, if you will. I read every day. I find external stimulus. I go to my own trainings. I have my own coaches. I do things to make sure that I'm always better. So I'm always able to get a new perspective on what I was teaching. Is that the best way to do it? Is there a more efficient way? Can I make a bigger impact? How do I help? But by the nature of even that conversation, my journey has not stopped. Because I have a podcast, because I've spent a bunch of money on coaching, like I just kicked my feet back up and like, I got it now. I'm good. What happens when the next guy comes in with a better skill set and he can help someone in a better capacity than I can? 
I'm not doing myself a service and I'm not doing my client a service. I want to be the absolute best. But the best isn't a comparative measure versus someone else. A best is my own comparative measure versus me. Am I better than I was yesterday? Will tomorrow I be better than I was today? If I'm taking action every day, then the journey doesn't stop. Then the answer is always yes. It's when I stop. It's when the journey ceases to exist that when I think I've just got it all figured out that I start falling backwards. Same thing for these clients. Same thing for the one of seven. Same thing for this individual. See, I realize that we might cover a lot of the same terminologies and mindsets in my training. No different than I cover a lot of the same topics on this podcast. But I know if you keep an open mind and an open heart to what's being discussed, you can get a new gift from it every day. No different than I get a new gift to share with you every day from living exactly, essentially the exact same life day over day over day. Go to the boxing gym, go work out, drive to the office, work diligently in my days at the office, drive home by 7 p.m., now 7, it was getting much later, spend time with my family, get up and do it again the next day. It's over and over and over again, but there's still lessons to be learned if you keep your eyes open. Because yes, eventually, let's not kid ourselves, this journey of life does eventually stop. It stops the same way for all of us, six feet underground or in a little metal urn. But what do you do with all the time between now and then? When are you convincing yourself the journey has just come to a, a, a conclusion? Are you doing it inside your relationship where you just, you've landed the woman or man of your dreams so you're just kicking your feet back up and saying, I got it now? Are you doing it inside of your business where you finally landed the dream job or you started your own company or you've got an abundance, you've got success, you've got wealth, but you've just decided that's enough, I'm good. I don't need to do anything more. Maybe it's even inside your body where you've you finally got the point where you've got the six-pack you wanted or the delts or ladies, if you've got the rear end you've always been searching for. And so you slowly stop working out instead of pushing for new external variations that will propel you to new heights you didn't even know were possible. You see, I know without any question that the journey of expansion never really stops. And not only does it stop, you can't ever really master it. I might have a bunch of tools in my toolbox I get to carry around and pull out and wow people as I help them, wow people as I work with them. But those tools are a fraction of what I need to have to navigate through the waters of the next 50 years of my life. They're just the only ones I've been able to acquire so far. So in your life, I'm going to implore you to never stop collecting tools. If you've considered buying a training course or working with a mentor or going to a psychiatrist or psychologist or doing anything to better your capacity, do it. Just, just literally take the action and go do it right now. Like There's no reason not to. You're not going to look back in 10 years and say, man, I really wish I had that $197 for the course I didn't buy. You're not going to say, man, I wish I had the 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever the number is of the person you want to work with. I wish I had that back. That was a complete waste. What you will do is look back and say, man, I would have spent that 20 times over if I got the results I had now. But that only comes from applying what you learn from those individuals or learn from the training course. And you make it a part of your own life and you adopt it and you adapt it to who you are. And when you adapt these things and you make them your own, you find out that every day you're able to get shit done. <laughs>